superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. All right, everybody, what's up? Welcome back. Rich Eisen Show basketball podcast. It's Wednesday, and it's playoff time. Well, technically, it's the play-in. It's not really the playoffs. These games actually don't count for anything in the standings or stats or whatever. But uh, we're here. It's happening. What's up, guys? TJ, Adam, what's up, fellas? Great to be here. NBA playoffs about to start. Big things happening. Let's go. Yeah, I'm excited. TJ, Bas- how did you feel last night? I hey, know your team took the L, but... Basketball is my favorite sport. I love the way they dribble up and down the court. I was not very happy with that Clips game last night, but it was a good game. It was a good game. Now, let's let's just get right into it. We'll start with them um, because, I mean, the Clippers blew it again. I mean, it's just kind of what you guys do in the playoffs. I mean, you can't say <laughs> blew it again. Like, here's mean? the deal. Was, like, you got outscored 36-11 to end the game. I got, uh, granted, but as I've told you this whole podcast, the fact that the Clippers are even in contention to make the playoffs is just a testament to how great of a coach Ty Lue is. Like, this team playing the entire season without their best player, playing two, three quarters of the season without their second best player, I mean, I'm just amazed that we even are in this position right now. And you went on the road to take on a Timberwolves team. And as I was telling you yesterday, man, Pat Beverly, it's the Pat Beverly influence. I mean, I know how you feel about him, but I'm telling you, as someone who, like, had him on his team for a while, you need menaces like Pat Beverly on your team and the energy that he brought to that T-Wolves team was pretty apparent yesterday. I mean, it won't, the things he does don't necessarily show up in the stat sheet, but what he brings on that court, just that little extra effort that drives people, drives people crazy. Yeah. Also when he's on your squad, man, that helps get you to that next. Yeah, And, I, next and I totally understand that, you know, it's a vibe, it's a culture thing. I know that's a Miami word, but uh, you know, it's a, you know, it's just the energy I understand what he brings. I don't. I don't care for it. You know, I guess, like you said, he's kind of the classic. You love him if he's on your team. Yeah. You, like, hate, you hate him if he's you're playing against him. And then you know, before the show, I went down and just gave you a list of guys who you know all the guys I said more talented overall than Pat Beverly, but the same mindset. Like if Kevin Garnett was six two, he'd have been Pat Beverly. Yeah. You know, so you need guys like Maybe. that on your team. Um, and, and look. It's going to be an interesting matchup with them and the Grizzlies. Though. Yeah, and it's a, a lot of heart that the T-Wolves showed last night, Adam, and kind of coming back in that game and really taking control. And I guess we're really seeing you know, how, how big of a superstar uh, Anthony Edwards is. Yeah, he's growing up before our eyes. I thought the game was over. I thought the Clippers had it in the bag. Mm-hmm. And Edwards, D'Angelo Russell, they stepped up big time. This team has has a bright future ahead of them, despite the fact that Cat played awful last night. Yeah. Cat had a horrible game. He's He's their best player right now. They need him against Memphis if they have a chance. But the fact that he played so bad and they still were able to win shows that they have a bright future ahead of them. And I'm excited for that series. It's going to be very, very fun to watch Pat Bev guard Ja Morant for six, seven games. He will do everything to get in his head. Ja's never had to play somebody like this in the playoffs. This is Ja's first time in the playoffs. So welcome to the playoffs, buddy. 
Here's Patrick Beverly. Yeah, let's bring in our special guest uh, this week. You may have heard of him, Rich Eisen of the Rich Eisen Show, Emmy-nominated Rich Eisen Show, Emmy-nominated for Best Studio Host this year. Rich, welcome to the program. I appreciate you uh, welcoming me to the podcast, um, Chris, and it was very nice of you to introduce me, as you did, but you left something out of the introduction that I think is very oh. germane certainly to this podcast and the oh. conversation oh, and those that? who are conducting this podcast. Oh. Uh, Rich Eisen show, NBA, fantasy, basketball oh. league champion. Uh, the winner. I, uh, I won it this year. And, and, you know, Didn't think about I appreciate that. you having me on to talk about it. Well, I was having um, you on to talk about the play-ins. No, and, I'm more and, than happy to talk basketball with you guys since I'm clearly an, an expert. On the oh subject. Boy. So, uh, how, how do you break down that game last what? night? Then, what do you mean? How do I break down the game last night? Yeah. Well, I With think your that, expertise here. That oh, you're, here's, you're here's my expertise. On I know last you night. love the celebration. I know you were about that. No, life. no, no. no. <laughs> I, I, I don't have to talk about the celebration. I just need to know. You know, uh, the uh, Timberwolves scored more points than <laughs> the Clippers. Well, yeah, that, and that, that then they at did, the dude. end of the day, at the end of the day, the Cavaliers didn't have as many points as the Nets. Right. And, also, and and so you know these are the things, but you you definitely need to know a little bit about the nuance of the sport and that the to team know, with the most points wins. Yes, or? and and um, no. In in all seriousness, the fact that I won this league. Oh, um, <laughs> oh my God! Is, this, this hasn't stopped. No, 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 no. Uh, it, it, the, the fact that I won this league with the the team name of "Don't Trade for Giannis," I did know which that. is oh, absolutely the worst take I've ever fashioned in the history. Oh, that, of no, my, that is the first uh, true my, thing you said of my taking oh, uh, of any subject. At I agree all. with that. Um, the fact that I um, thought that the Miami Heat, fresh off of their bubble runner-up championship should not at all break up their team for Giannis um, and then he rips off an MVP season and then a championship season in the two seasons after um, is it's it's tough for me it's tough for me to take it's tough for me to sleep and look at myself and be able to have the confidence to have basketball takes after that um, so to name my team that and then to beat all three of you including uh, Adam Chudwin, who's grinning at me right now, um, and I, uh, I you mean, know, you let him, Adam. This is all no, your fault. Talk, we need to talk about this. But no, this is you your no, 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 You can blame it on Rudy Gobert all you want. The fact that no. Rudy Gobert did not play in the final game of the regular season and definitely. You didn't pick anybody up. I needed like 13 but rebounds. But you didn't pick anybody up because they announced the injury the day of. There was no chance because of your rules, Chris. No, it's not his. Not my rules. It's me. It's me. It's me wanting to have it on an ESPN system, and then him not having the ability to find within the uh, app the ability to click on the button that you're allowed to pick up anybody at any time. Well, Rich, listen to this. You guilt tripped, you guilt tripped me like a Jewish mom. Oh, jeez. This happened what I do? because I was trying to win at all costs against you because you have, to, you have to advance to survive. So I was doing whatever it took. I dropped some players. You did. You dropped as many players as but you then, could. But then that day, <laughs> that Sunday, you guilt tripped me. Into, what I do? You said... Can I repeat this on the air? Whatever you want. Oh, goodness. Because you've been, Rich, you have been a giant hypocrite this week with how you've been acting because <laughs> you texted me this. And, and I quote, you. you said, if you catch fire, you win and then get curd, stu curd stomped by Brockman. Right. So when he's a total asshole, it's your fault. That's right. But at least you beat me. Right. What's wrong with that? 
You because have been, you've been nonstop. You have been the hole all week. <laughs> I don't know what you think about what I wrote is wrong. There's nothing wrong with that. You you'd be a total, absolute difficult person to deal with if he had won this championship. I would. I don't know why. Why would you say that? Because you have a different way about yourself than I do. But do I brag about anything in here? Um. Exactly. Exactly. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> what was wrong with what I said? How am I a hypocrite? Because, How am I a hypocrite? You, because, if you catch fire, you, you would win. If you catch fire, but you would win. You you ditched all of your players who were actually decent, with the exception of two. You kept on. Uh, you kept a couple of guys, but you 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 would not have won the championship round at all with whoever you had left. I easily As a matter of fact, I snagged, I snagged Hero from you, and the yeah, fact that, that was ridiculous. The fact what that I doing? was the fact that I was able to beat you guys with a team that's called "Don't Trade for Giannis." Well, you utilizing, had a re- utilizing, you had a really good team. Utilizing one of the players who I said I wouldn't trade for Giannis. <laughs> And, and hero is just what we call a chef's kiss. And I beat TJ Jefferson, who traded me Lonzo Ball last year when I thought it was LaMelo you Ball. You asked for El Ball. I gave you El Ball. And then, <laughs> and then I take down Brockman. But really, guys, um, All right. as, as I celebrate this victory on this podcast with you guys. That's um, not why we were and having I'm, I'm, And I'm... I'm, I'm, I'm Using this as a a ring ceremony, okay? Because I don't think we're going to have a ring ceremony. I don't think we're going to be able to get all the guys together. I don't think we're going to be able... And the fact I used a bull, too. um, You know, I have... uh, Vucevic. You know his name. You know his name. <laughs> I know his name. I just don't know. I, it's, I don't know where this symbol, the accent comes. Didn't on. you have Marcus Smart too at uh, one point? Uh, I, I I benched him after a while, but I yeah. got Time Lord, who was a double double oh, yeah, machine, and great. you know, and I I drafted Fred Van Vliet, and I was cursing Chris Middleton all year long. I won with him. <laughs> you really and, oh, and I, oh, I made a trade. I made a trade for Miles Bridges. Um, traded Cade Cunningham and Evan Fournier for Miles Bridges, a, a trade I, I, I used to beat um, Adam with because we made that trade together. It's fine. I thought it was a fair trade. Uh, made that turnaround, picked up Jordan Poole and all you guys were sleeping. Drew Eubanks, who got me through the last three weeks. And I, I made this all with um, Damian Lillard hardly being available to me. Miles Turner wound up being a... Um, as we all know, a tank job sit down for much of the season for Indianapolis and Indiana. I mean, so um, look, guys, um, <laughs> the reason why I'm on is not just to tell you that there is no ring ceremony. This is the ring ceremony. This is the champion raising a banner right here. But also to remind you that my preseason pick of Warriors versus Nets still alive. is still very much alive. Yeah. What was your pick? What was your preseason pick? Did you have the Lakers in there? Who'd you oh, have? Goodness. No, I think I had the Nets and Suns. The yeah, Nets and Suns. Well, that's go, not a bad one. You back. took the Suns going into the season? Uh, hold on. Let me just go back and check. Let me see. I don't know about that. that. Somebody took the Lakers. I don't even remember who Who'd I you took. take? I you guys don't remember, remember huh? I, here's one thing. I, I don't remember that. Who was your preseason pick? But one thing I do remember from this season that yeah. you did get a ring and you were a crown champion yes. is in the one matchup. That don't trade for Giannis had against Dr. J. Zaffro. Oh, I won eight to three. Yeah, so I'm, I just did. want to point that out. So when, okay, so when we actually my, met, you, I, I got you, you got me in my yeah. dark COVID days. So. <laughs> so I did have Nets over Suns in that's, the finals. That's not a bad one. 
Uh, let's see. You're still very much alive there. Who'd you have, TJ? I have no idea. I don't even remember. How do you not remember these I have the Nets. I don't remember who I had coming out of the West. because I said about four different things, so. Uh, TJ has bucks over the Lakers. (laughs) This is from October 19th. Yeah, tell me, Nate, the Lakers are still in contention. No, no, I think he was just, he was talking about episode nine of Winning Time. Yeah, that might have been. He didn't know that that was coming up. Bucks and Lakers for riches. You you had Embiid as MVP, uh, TJ. Of course I did. So nice work there. You think he's going to win? Even Durant gave him his his check mark. Uh, I mean, look, it's I don't know. I three, pe- be- three people are all very worthy, and it's going to come down to one of those. I don't know. Three, Windhorse I think, said so. that there's when he was on a couple weeks ago that there's a poll that he knows somebody does that's as accurate as it gets, and it's Jokic. That would be a little surprising, considering that that's going to be Jokic again. Well, he was a big betting favorite. I think he was minus four hundred, kind of at the season end. So. At the season end, there. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, considering his team won, I mean they're forty-five. What do you think? What do you think? Warriors 34. over Nets or Nets over Suns? What's more likely? Uh, Nets over Suns, more likely. I don't think the Warriors are going to have it. I, I think that Clay hasn't been as great as everyone kind of hoped and thought as he would be coming back from injury. I know he had a forty-point game the other night, but uh, it's been it, buddy. kind Here of been go. an aberration. This is what I'm I think saying. Poole is can step up though and, and take his but place. But also, is, is Steph healthy? I think that's really the only factor that's gonna that, that really plays into it. Is, is he back to hundred percent? Is the ankle healed? And yes. and can he do it? Yes. And if it, if he's at any point, if he's seventy-five percent, they're gonna lose. They're gonna lose in the first round. And it's not going to be. It's not going to go well. I don't so. know about that. Really, you think so? First round. I, first round of the Nuggets. You think they're out against the Nuggets? I think they at least advance against the Nuggets. I don't know, man. Who's going to guard the Joker? I don't know. Well, who else is going to score other than the Joker? Does it matter? Doesn't matter. They put up one forty. They've got a, a bunch of guys who can score. No matter, you know. Hey, fill it l- up. L- let me just put it this way. I, I think when it starts, and it's happening this weekend, right? When it starts. And I think Curry will be out there, you know. I I'm think sure he will, but will he be 100? percent You know what? I I think it'll still be enough to see Curry and Green and Clay on a court in the playoffs together. At some point, somebody is going to have to beat that trio, and mm-hmm. that I that we're discounting just whatever those three get to feed off of one another. And then my guy Jordan Poole. Who, he's as you awesome. know, who, as yeah, you know, awesome. can fill it up, and he's he gets to the line, and he's, if I'm not mistaken, the second best free throw shooter in the league behind Curry. Mm-hmm. These guys make their free throws; they're going to be tough. They're going to be tough to beat, and I should know because I've been following Jordan Poole forever, <laughs> uh, from his buzzer beater yeah, shot yeah. against Houston right. in the second round of the NCAA tournament, all the way through to me realizing you guys didn't pick him up in the first week of the season and I grabbed him and used him to uh, win the Rich Eisen show (laughs) fantasy basketball league. Oh my God, this uh, isn't going to stop. No, it won't. Hey Rich, thanks for joining us. That was, that was fun. Am I done now? Are we done? I haven't done giving you my pearls of wisdom about a sport that I clearly know more about than Uh, you guys. Let's let's just treat our guests with some respect, I suppose. (laughs) Even though I'm wiping my feet on the mat right here. We just gave him 14 minutes to kind (laughs) of just go on and on about. We're done talking fantasy, right? Is it over? What's it? 
Ban it. The speaking well, about the fantasy season is over. Yes. Okay, great. So we don't have to talk about it anymore. No, I mean, well, if we had the rights to a Queen song right now, we'd be playing it. We <laughs> are the champions, my friend. Stop. Don't sleep on the Warriors, gents. Stop. Okay, you think don't sleep on the Warriors? Better see, chance so of does... better chance of advancing out of the first round. Warriors or Grizzlies? Warriors. Guys. Warriors or Grizzlies? Don't sleep chance. on the Timberwolves. Warriors, by far. I think th- I th- actually th- really believe that the Timberwolves will take them to seven games and win. I think the Timberwolves, think the Timberwolves are, are going to win, huh? Yeah, I think they're going to beat the Grizzlies. I'm not high on the Grizzlies. Yeah, I just yeah, think Adam that is, they don't yeah. have any experience. I mean, the Timberwolves don't have that much experience either, but they have the leader in Patrick Beverly. I just don't really see it for for the Grizzlies this year. So I, I think that the Timberwolves will beat them. Yeah. Wow. I, I disagree I with that. One. I, I I think the Timberwolves. Um, yeah, I think I think Memphis moves on, but I just said Warriors just to back my play a little yeah. bit here. And I do believe again when Steph gets out there, him and Green and Clay and 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 it's just at some point someone's just going to have to beat them in the playoffs. I think it's going to be very tough to do. I, I'm just a more annoying celebration. <laughs> Timberwolves <You>. playing game. <laughs> Me <laughs> with the fantasy. More annoying it, celebration. It's you because fantasy yeah. is ninety plus percent luck. And you got the most luck. lucky this year. Luck. You got the most. I had four guys out in for the last couple weeks. Dude, if I had. I, I was, win if Rudy Gobert doesn't sit the I last mean. game. So it's like it's all lucky. It's not lucky. It's not it's lucky. Not lucky. It yeah, can't yeah. be lucky if you have enough people on your bench to go and beat somebody. And that's what I do all the time. Great. Well, but, then, but the then East. The East. What do you guys thing. think about the East? No, I was. I just. <laughs> one more point on the West, real quick. I feel like yeah. the West is kind of most primed for some like weird stuff to happen, right? Like Luca's freak injury in the last game of the season. Now he's a huge question mark for this series. I think Utah is actually favored now to win the series. Uh, weird stuff could happen there. Denver's going to have Jokic in the MVP, and they they could upset Golden State. And Adam, you think Minnesota could upset Memphis? So I think. The West is kind of most prime for some weird stuff stuff to happen, where I think the East might just kind of mostly go chalk in the first round, and we could have the top four teams kind of all advance. That's just kind of how I'm. Chalk thinking. means Celtics beat the Nets. Yeah, well, they're favored, and I'm just saying, like you know, Miami's kind of been the one seed throughout the whole year. Milwaukee's the defending champs. They're arguably the best team in the conference, and you know, Philly could have the MVP or the second best, you know, second best player in the league. And they're going to go up to Toronto and I think take care of business. Uh, I can. You know, getting back to this Nuggets Warriors uh, matchup, Nuggets are three and one against Golden State this year. Draymond has missed all four games, and like you said, I'm just thinking about what you said because I wrote this down as a note. Like, Joker is just a matchup nightmare. Matchup nightmare for that team, and you know. I know that. So uh, I know that. I I, I, the the East. I, I I see a little differently. Really? So do I. Oh, really? Yeah, I see the East as an opportunity to get more loose than the West. Oh, interesting. That's the way I'm going to go. Do you want to ex- just expound on yeah, that? Of course I'll expound on that. I, I have a feeling that, you know, the, the and the mere fact that the one seed for the East was so up for grabs, anybody could win it. I think it's a lot more parity in the in the, in the the East than there is in the West. I know that what you said about the Bucks might be right, that they're the best team. They, they have the best player, with all due respect to Kevin Durant, who may be the best player, you know, in the world or what have you on, on a yeah, on, and Embiid, on his regular yeah, days. Yeah, sure. No, but uh, I, I, I still think Giannis is is a difference maker when it comes down to it. Yeah. But I would be really nervous if I'm your team, okay? Because your coach has never coached a minute in the uh, in in the playoffs. And I know Steve Nash doesn't have that much experience coaching either, but 
I don't know, man. Durant and Kyrie and Seth Curry if healthy, and there's I know there's a lot of if healthy. Yeah, a lot of ifs. But, but I mean, look, but with, I, with those I, two guys though, if they score six between sixty and seventy a game, where are you getting the other fifty? And I'm nervous for you, bud. It's going to be a tough seat or a tough matchup. Big time, big time. You know the the Raptors. They're, they're am, long. They are long. Not as big as Embiid, but length creates issues. Dude, they can they can fill deep. it up too. Because again, trust me, I watched a ton of Raptors basketball this year, having drafted Fred VanVleet and another uh, championship type pickup of Gary Trent Jr. in the first month of the season when you oh guys boy. were sleeping on him, and I grabbed him and used him uh, all the time to beat you guys. You didn't beat um, me, though, again. No, it's all right. It's put all right. that out there. No, it doesn't you matter. Got, Just look up stomped the, by me. Th- there's a banner. There's a ring ceremony yeah. happening right now on your podcast. With an asterisk. I'm nervous for you. <laughs> and you can't, and Tybal's not <laughs> vaxxed. He's not, he's not yeah, going to be able was, to go up there. That was really it's annoying. Didn't, uh, come didn't on now. know that until the other day. Yeah, bro. And it was just like. I don't think anybody really realized it <laughs> yeah, until so, a couple I mean, weeks ago. That could have changed everything, the way the roster was set up. Just, that was very, and like, I'm not. One of these people was going to pound the table, go get Vax, do it. But, like, man, if you know that's the case, this, this should have been accounted for. The, the the tweet that I saw that kind of summed it up is last year the Sixers lost in the playoffs because a guy wouldn't take a shot, and this year they might lose because a guy won't get one. <laughs> yeah, I mean. That's pretty good. Yeah, I saw it. I forget who said that, but. Um, it's a, very it's a huge I, loss for them having it not – Having a wing defender to guard Scotty Barnes yeah. and, yeah. and Scotty and, uh, Barnes, and Vliet. low key one of the best rookies this year. Yeah, I know. Scotty Barnes. I know he was under the radar for, for yeah. a lot. He was terrific. And then um, Siakam, look out. Yeah, he's been a beast. Okay, so they are really good. I would be real nervous. Real as nervous, the Sixers. Here. but I mean, yeah, Adam, it, Adam, make your case because you don't think the you don't think the East is going to go chalk like me either. Like, what upsets could you see? It coming out of the East. Yeah, the I, think first the, round. I think the Bulls have got the, uh, that's, that's a tough one. No, they didn't beat yeah, the Bucks listen, all listen. year, and no, no, I think listen. they're running out of gas. No, and... I am a homer. I'm definitely a Chicago homer, but I'm the first to admit, I don't think the Bulls have a chance in this series against the Bucks. Uh, I think They we'll might be, not get a dub. They didn't I, get one against them all year? No, not one win all year. I think we'll be lucky if we win one game. Without Lonzo Ball, we just don't have a chance. He was the key to the Bulls' upstart season to start the year. Um, he pushes the pace. He's the best defender that the Bulls have, and without him... You know, Drew Holiday is going to kill the Bulls. We have no no person to stop Giannis. So I just don't think the Bulls have a chance in that. I'll be happy if we win one game. I think you guys, the Celtics, are going to lose. Oh, I, I really you, believe you that. You said this yesterday over text. Yeah, I just think that Durant's the best player out of any of those two teams. You have Kyrie, who's been playing out of his mind. You have Robin and Kyrie, who's just been dominating the last few games. And I think he probably does have a little chip on his shoulder to, to go against Boston. You know, I, I really Boston's believe. got that too, though, brother. Boston's got it That's too. what makes it I mean, the fans are fun. going to boo him with the strength of a thousand suns. Yeah, but that could, that'll make him stronger. And game I think. seven in Boston is a huge factor. The home court advantage, especially in the NBA, is unlike nothing else in the city of Boston when it comes to basketball so i just think that will be a design it's not going to get there tatum over under averages 30 in the, in the series over and oh he he has to average over 30 for boston to win the series you're not concerned about robert williams being out there's whispers that he might be back sooner than people think so no i'm not i'm not don't sleep on the tenacity of al horford the tenacity of Al Horford. That'd be no, write that, that down. The fantasy game, or is that a band? No, Meryl Streep was in that. In, um, right, it's, right. And it was the original uh, Bridges of Madison County. 
It's the original name of Bridges of Madison County was the tenacity of Al Horford. I just think, other than, look, you saw it last night, right? Brooklyn has a really, like, tough time closing out games. They should have won last night by 25. It Cleveland's was a, a tough team, though. Darius Garland's It was, a, it was a, a five-point game at one point with, with a couple minutes to go. Uh, other than Kyrie and Kevin Durant, who can fill it up? Like, if those guys score 65 a game, where's the other 50 coming from? Boston is one of the best defensive teams in the league, and they have, you know, they have their own you know, big two duo. So it's going to be great. And home court advantage. I think it's five, six game series. All right, guys. Well, look, I appreciate you having me on here and um, just giving you a heads up. Um, don't worry about it. I'll, this podcast will suffice as no, 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 that's your, this pod. Don't you have to, that's not where I'm going. everywhere I'm saying you don't know where I'm going with this one Rich, I spent a lot of time around I understand you, that I'm just, just saying that this podcast that. and your knowledge that you espouse on it with the Rich Eisen show name on it will count just as my way of understanding that you are winners in your own right and I won't force you to defend your resumes during next year's draft <laughs> Um, when but you do have my resume. No, 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 no. Like you don't have to defend. Like I won't look at you. Say, are you winners or losers? You need to defend <laughs> yourself in order to be on my like inevitably. Team. Inevitably, when you make me change to a different platform for the third no, consecutive no, year, no, Chris, you like, are we going no, to CBS do, next year? Or you do whatever you want Fox, because they have one. Look, you could you could make fun of whatever high maintenance I may have about how I want my fantasy played and where it's going to be played. I'm just telling you, you come up with whatever you want. I'll just win it. I mean, that you is know, the annoying said, part it. about I'll just it. Win it. I'll just win he it. complained all last year about it, right? And then got what he wanted, and he freaking won the league. Oh, man. And then, no, but then he immediately complained in the first week because we weren't doing it right because each week wasn't 1-0. Yeah, I know. It was yeah. the category yeah. and the, whatever you're Right, and I was very upset was. when I was down by, you know, 25, 30 games off the top rather than just three or four in a standings. Now they say an aggregate because I got hammered. My team got hammered by COVID. And well, Damian so Lillard, mine. Damian Lillard it. it took him 10 <laughs> days. It took him 10 days before he was essentially not a regular, and then it took two months till he was done. Well, at least and you that had was him. my first overall pick, and That's I was right. able to overcome yeah. all of that and beat you with a team named after my worst take ever, <laughs> using players who I actually love really? and actually were saying I love so much they shouldn't trade for Giannis. It was great. Guys, it really was well, perfect. Chris Middleton's on the line right now because he heard you say some things. No, I just please. <laughs> did he have did he have the season he was supposed to have coming off of the championship as the as the Robin to I mean look, to Giannis's Batman? The whole season was just in preparation for this. Oh, he still averaged like twenty points a game, yeah, didn't yeah, he? Right. But for a guy who's number two on a team like that, should have been twenty five, twenty six, twenty seven. Yeah, I mean people should have been like twenty seven points a game. Should have been like Fred Van Vliet. <laughs> it's a very small list. He was twenty points, five assists, five rebounds. How could you complain list. about that? I've, he's, he was really Booker, by the way, Devin Booker, who gets no love, averaged twenty five, five and yeah. five. Every other player who's done that in NBA history has won MVP that season. That's right. Wow. And he's gonna be Chris Middleton should have had that six. Chris Middleton should have been twenty five, five and five. So right, you say right. that like it's easy to get 25 points It certainly is when I expect it. 
Was that all it takes? Is you right, expect right, guys playing games tonight? We got Charlotte and Atlanta, which should be a real fun shootout. Yeah, and so the one kind of like under the radar game. Am I Sa- done? Am I San Antonio out? and Ron. You yeah, can right. stay for the play. Oh, free. We're going to talk, stay? Winning, We're time talk too. winning time too. I just so. wanted to hit on tonight's no, games right. really quickly. I've, guys, I've got, I've got, uh, I've got. Uh, you don't have another. I've got things to do. <laughs> like what? I've got to get ready for next year's draft. Oh my goodness. Stop it. I'm over this bit, by the way. What bit? It's not a bit. I'm it's very, facts. It's been going on. What is it, Wednesday today? It's, it's Wednesday. Uh, it's been going on for three days. Let's uh, make it hump day the last day. It was, it was, it was, it was two rich. weeks of build-up, too, because you, you Guys, were obviously going to beat beginning. me. Playoffs are just beginning. I'm a little different than these two. Like, go ahead and gloat, because I know I'd be gloating. Had I won. All right, guys. Have a great rest of your pod. Hey, Rich. Thanks for, thanks for coming. No, you don't thanks, mean Rich. That. You don't thanks mean for, it. Thanks for, I, no, Adam meant it. You didn't. I definitely don't mean Maybe. it. I'm kind of <laughs> in the middle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, TJ Adam, welcome back as we retake uh, control of our show. Uh, Hornets, Thank you to the champ for uh, Hornets. Being and, in Hornets. No, I'm not clapping for Rich. I'm not Clap doing for it. Rich. I'm not. I'm not doing it. Hornets and Hawks tonight, Adam. What do you expect tonight? It's going to be fun. You have two of the most fun players in the league, and Trey Young and Lamelo Ball. I think the uh, the Hawks have the experience so in there at home also so I, I expect a Hawks victory but but I expect a lot of fireworks definitely taking the over uh, as as we talked about yeah uh, so yeah I think the Hawks will win that game but I could easily see the Hornets winning but yeah I, got, I have the Hawks right now yeah TJ what do you think I mean I'm pretty excited to see Lamelo Ball kind of on this stage for the first time uh let me think here because I wrote this down real quick uh, Hawks Hornets you know my first thing is I've said before take the over. In this game, I've said that multiple times. I think this is going to be a very high-scoring matchup. And, you know, the Hawks, neither one of these teams this season have played great defense. But, you know, you look back, I'm going to give the Hawks the advantage because of the run that they had last season where they did play good defense, and they've got that experience. They kind of, you know, know what it's like to be there. And, you know, the Hawks were maybe, you know, they didn't win last year, but they were definitely one of the, the highlight teams of the playoffs last season. So I think they're going to take that experience and, you know, into this game. And I, I think they should be able to take out the Hornets. Yeah. Two of the highest scoring teams in the league. I mean, Milwaukee uh, led the West, led the East with one fifteen and a half per game, but uh, Hornets right there, one fifteen point three, Hawks one thirteen point nine. So I also think kind of a fun up and down explosive game, like just, you know, a bunch of YouTube, Twitter highlights, I think will come out of tonight's game. Uh, but about Atlanta real quick, like after their run last year, the Eastern Conference Finals, they had a really disappointing season yeah. for, the, for the most part. You know, only 43 wins. I think people expected a lot more out of them, expected them to be in the top six and not have to worry about a play in and a possible one and done situation with they are, uh, which they're in now in the 9-10 matchup. But low key, Trey Young has had a first team all NBA type season and He's really, really putting it together as one of the best all-around guards in the league. Yeah, I think he uh, he led the league in in total points and total assists this year, which he did the same in college, which is a stat that's that's unreal uh, to think about. Because yeah, it's like he didn't win the scoring title, but to have the most amount of points out of anybody is really incredible. Yeah, he's a total superstar. I mean, I mean, ba- twenty-eight point four points per game. I mean, and t- and not and nine point seven assists. He's he was incredible this season. Yeah, incredible. He's durable. That trade um, with Luca, I mean, I still think that Dallas got got the best of that, but Atlanta still ended up with a superstar number one guy who can eventually be the number one guy in a championship team. So, yeah, he's had a great year. He's still super young. I think John Collins is out again tonight, which is a huge loss yeah. for, for them, especially with the pick and roll that they, that they like to do with him. So, yeah. 
You know, they've had a disappointing season. They they made they made the Eastern Conference Finals last year, right? Yeah, yeah they did. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, um, yeah, so they've had a disappointing season. I think they win tonight and end up losing in the first round and then retool next year. So, yeah, I think that's fair, TJ. I mean, Charlotte is one of those teams. Kind of don't know which team is going to show up. They're one of those teams like they'll score one thirty-eight one game and then throw up ninety-seven the next, and you're like, huh, that's weird. Like. But, you know, they are young. They are exciting. Uh, Miles Bridges is awesome. And, you know, Terry Rozier can fill it up. And, of course, we'll know the ball. Um, but let's talk about the other game tonight, the one that's kind of flying out of the radar. Non-sexy, I guess, is a way to describe this game. Spurs and Pelicans. Uh, are you uh, looking forward to this? Or or can we just kind of move on? I mean, I mean, personally, look, it's the game that doesn't seem to be that sexy. So something in the back of my mind's telling me, watch, this might be the game of the like, whole play-in. Right? CJ has 48 Yeah, or you know, tonight. so, I, I mean, yeah. look, you have the Spurs, and they're still coached by Greg Popovich, so you know they're going to be ready uh, tonight. And uh, I think I'm going to go with the Pels, though, believe it or not. I think you, like, you like the Pels tonight? I don't know that I like them, but I think that there is – I think getting C.J. McCollum really helped them, especially in lieu of not having Zion all year. I don't know, man. I, I just got a feeling that uh, that they might pull this out tonight and move on to the I don't think I could tell you playoffs. more than three people on the Spurs, Adam. I mean, DeJounte Murray, <laughs> DeJounte yeah, Murray. they have, have Vassal, Vassal, and then Vassal. Podol. And then who else? Oh, they have Podol. Uh, oh, okay. You have uh, Avery Johnson, Sean Elliott. No. <laughs> yeah, these teams. Well, this is got, the least sexy matchup by got, far. Yeah, they've got Johnny Moore at the point. They've got George Gervin at the <laughs> third. Yeah. Way back, yeah. you know. By the way, you guys, you, guys, you guys heard of Johnny Moore before, right? No, I've okay. well, yeah, I have because he has that card from the 86 Fleer series that's worth a ton of money. Oh, wait, really? Why? Yeah, so... So Johnny Moore has a card, and apparently, like it was incredibly rare for it to be a, a gem mint ten. Apparently, it's like most of them are like off center, like pretty oh, much all of them. So if you get like a gem mint Johnny Moore, it's worth I think like forty or fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, crazy. I knew about the card. I didn't realize it was that much. Yeah, it's, but, it's um, incredible. Yeah, when Johnny Moore played point guard for the Spurs uh, late seventies, early eighties. Actually, led the league in assists one year when Magic was in his run, and more impressive than that. He is from, guess where he went to high school? Did he go to your high school? He went to Altoona High School. Amazing. And wow. his mother is my godmother. Hey! So Johnny Moore is my godbrother. How about believe that? Believe it or not. Yeah. That's incredible. Huh. Yep. Man, that's really cool. Yeah, because when Drake was uh, was pulling 86, 87 oh, Flair with Ken Golden, they were looking too. for Johnny Moore cards. Yeah. Really? I did not know that. Yeah. You know, instead, they only got four Michael Jordans. Rough, rough. Well, I'm going to uh, have to hit him up, see if he has any of these at the crib somewhere. You know? We should pull our money together and buy a box of 86. Should we do it? How much does that cost? It's like 40 grand? It's tax season. I have no money for that right now. I need, I need, <laughs> I need some socks to start booming. All right, let's, uh, let's talk winning time really quick here in the last few minutes, guys. Episode six this week, right? Episode six. Yeah. Winning time. We've, uh, we've moved on from the Jack McKinney injury. Uh, he's in the hospital. In well, a, we haven't moved on. It's no, still I just like, mean it was like that night. Yeah, yeah. That we, I'm saying started. we haven't moved on from it. I'm saying the injury has happened. He is the bicycle accident has happened. He is uh, in a coma. Paul Westhead takes over, and uh, we're kind of going through all of that. What did you guys think of this week's episode, TJ? Anything uh, jump out at you? Uh, what jumped out? You know, like I said, going back to last week's episode, actually watching that that bike accident was just like terrible to oh, see. Just so traumatizing. And, and you got to wonder, like, you really think, like, how that changed the course 
of basketball. But, you know, the Lakers still went and won those five championships in that time period where he could have been the coach. So, I, you know, I love what ifs. And you kind of wonder what if he would had stayed coach, would yeah. this have still happened? As Adam and I have talked and you have talked, he definitely seemed to be the architect of yeah. that run and gun, that Showtime style. So I thought it was really interesting, though, um, with Jason Siegel's portrayal of Coach Westhead. And isn't it weird that there's a Westhead and a Westfall? Like, yeah. I always get these By two the way, guys. they're both named Paul. Paul, yeah. Paul, yeah. yeah. Just very weird. Uh, you know, he, he was a guy who seemed very uncomfortable, yes. right? Yes. To, and then you could see, like, he, he never really got... And, by the way, we all know we don't know what's real and not not real. Yeah, we don't know what's real, what's not real. A lot of stuff has have gotten changed for TV, but didn't seem like he ever got that respect from Doctor Bus. Like he didn't even know his name. Uh, he wouldn't really even acknowledge him when he walked in the rooms, you know. So it is going to be interesting to see now going on. Obviously, we know what happens. We know, we, yeah, we know what happens throughout the season. But I want to see how he's able to get that team to rally around him. You know, he's going out there. He's making Shakespearean quotes that are leaving people baffled. He doesn't seem comfortable. He seems a little nervous. But he's a guy who seems like he does know basketball. But you can know a lot, right, as a teacher. But if you don't really have that ability to communicate to your students, yeah. that, that's going to cause problems. Obviously, it did. And we'll get to see what those problems were. Yeah, I'm really curious because, uh, Adam, I'm sure you read the same article that I do uh, each week when they kind of break down what's real and what isn't. One of the big things that uh, Paul... Westhead was struggling with was what to do in the starting lineup because yeah. they were playing Denver that Denver. night and, and David Thompson mm -hmm. and obviously David Thompson an absolute beast a sc scoring machine if you don't know much about him but he uh, scored 73 in a game uh yes yeah and Michael Jordan looked up to him looked up to him right third third uh, third most all time right 73 in a game so they were trying to figure out what to do uh with him defensively whether they start Haywood or put Michael Cooper on him well they put they put uh he starts Mike at Michael Cooper uh, in the show, but in real life, the starting lineup didn't change at all. And so I'm just curious, like, why they kind of went with that. Like, what are they setting up here? It seemed like they might have been hinting at uh, this might be the beginning of Spencer Haywood's drug, drug problems. He went through, you know, a terrible cocaine addiction in the 80s. Um, uh, Richard Pryor made a made yeah. an appearance in the Mike episode Epps played is, by Mike yeah, Epps. Yeah. yeah, trying to get Magic addicted to uh, crack cocaine. Yeah, and it was just like, whoa. So I think they might be kind of going in that direction, which is why they kind of made that tweak to, you know, tweak to history. What did you think of this episode, Adam? Well, the biggest take that I took out of this episode was the Magic Johnson shoe negotiations. So every every single shoe company, you have Converse, you have Adidas, and then all of a sudden you have Phil Knight come in with Nike and he doesn't have enough money to give magic, but he offers him stock options. Yeah. And at the time, Nike stock was, what did we say? Like 18, uh, 18 cents a share? Cents, 18 Phil Knight cents. said, yeah. 18. He offered him 100,000 shares. He offered him 100,000 shares. 100,000 shares and options. So, yeah. I mean, Adam and I have toyed around in the options game and it's like, you know, if, if stock goes nuts. Oh you my could God. really make a boatload of money. And yeah, like you said, they, they kind of hint that uh, he lost out on $5 billion. Yeah, he lost out on $5 billion. All's well that ends well with Magic. He's still going on yachts in Italy. Yeah, he's and, still a billionaire. And, and still owning the Dodgers <laughs> yeah. and going to every single event and tweeting the most obvious tweets in the world on Twitter. <laughs> so he's still enjoying his life, but he could have had an extra $5 billion if he started out with Nike. It wouldn't have been Michael Jordan who really upstarted that company. Right. It would have been Magic. 
And then who knows what would have happened if Michael, maybe Michael signs with Adidas because he wants to be the guy at Adidas instead of Nike. Yeah. So there's a lot of what ifs with that. So yeah, that's, that's a that fun was interesting. What if. Yeah, that's a, that was a really fun what if. And I also thought another uh, takeaway that I got from this episode was that you could tell Magic Johnson, very outgoing, charismatic, fun guy, but you could see him starting to realize that people around him were starting to become leeches a mm. little. And you could see that kind of getting the best of him. You know, he had that girl that wasn't cookie that, you yeah. know, you could tell was like, you know, doing maybe some backdoor deals. And then her father, too. Yeah, yeah. So, so like I think that was his first taste of, oh, people are, are, are going to start to try to use me because I'm a professional athlete. And he probably was not used to that his whole life. I mean, he was a star his whole life, but when there's money involved, that's when things change. And so you could really tell that he was starting to get annoyed by that and not really understand how to, um, how to address that. And so that's another takeaway I took from this episode. Yeah, that was really interesting. Also, I, I wonder if it was true or not that Magic not showing up to the hospital, but instead that girl just shows oh, up with mm-hmm. flowers and yeah. was like, these are from us. And like everyone was kind of looking around like, yeah. us? Okay. <laughs> also, like the, the whole deal with the great Western bankers, you oh, know, because yeah, they, yeah, did, yeah, have that, yeah, they yeah. did have that relationship yeah. with the Lakers. And you, you kind of got to see how, you know, as we know from watching it, there was a loan that right. Dr. Buss was not aware of. It was going to go into default. If he didn't pay it, he couldn't pay it. And he basically, just to say it, he kind of, how do I say it? He kind of pulled it out and put it on the table and was like, here, yeah. boom, and you're going to do this and you're going to be partners with the Lakers because if you don't, you're not going to get the money anyway because he assumed that the paperwork went through where he was going to give his wife the team. And as we find out mere seconds after he leaves that, his mother may be going through onset dementia or Alzheimer's. Yeah. I'm not sure. Maybe I didn't really look at her history. Had been writing ba- old checks. I won't say bad checks. I'll say old checks. She never sent the paperwork through. And now Jerry Buss is in a position where – if these bankers, they call his bluff, mm-hmm. he's going to lose this team because the paperwork to give the team to his wife didn't happen. So, you know, he's going through a period where he's losing his mind because if they do decide that they don't want the deal, he's going to lose the team. And, you know, so that was just an interesting side plot to it. And, and the um, thing is, there's knowing history. We know that doesn't happen. Yeah. So I'm just curious as to, like, how they get from point A to point B on this situation. We know the forum becomes the Great Western Forum for a long time, so obviously they, they reach some sort of partnership. I'm just curious how they get there. Well, I like the the, uh, the confidence that Jerry Buss had where he, he negotiated the agreement where it would end, I think, in June, or May, I think it was May, because he thought they were going to win the final, finals, right. and he's like, you guys will be begging to have business with the Lakers after we win the championship. Yeah, and so, you know, obviously that ends up happening. So I'm curious, like like I said, how they how they get there. Okay, guys, that's great. Well, let's wrap this up. Uh, enjoy the games tonight. Enjoy the opening weekend of the first round. We'll hit on it all and how the series are going uh, next week. For Adam and TJ, it's Brockman. Peace out. Later. Peace. <laughs>